Welcome, Elder Emos. I'm your host, Samit. And I'm Brittany. And on tonight's episode of the Elder Emo Hours podcast, we have guys from Farhampton. Welcome. What's up, guys? Thanks for having Thanks us. For having us. How are yeah. you? Thank you for being here. Good. We're, we're good. Just uh, hanging out, ready Chilling. to talk, shoot the shit. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. It, is yeah. a, it is a Wednesday. I thought it was Thursday, so I was oh. put in my place very early this morning at work, and it was not fun. <laughs> oh, I wish it was Thursday. <laughs> oh, no kidding. We're so close. Yeah. I, know. I know. I get paid on Friday, so I'm like all excited, thinking like, yeah, I'm going to get Chick-fil-A for lunch tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't have it. <laughs> didn't happen it's fine it's fine um but yeah thank you guys for coming to hang out with us I feel like we've all kind of like individually been friends on social media and stuff like back and forth for a couple months now because I remember I know I've seen the names pop up and we've all kind of liked and shared and everything um so when Brittany was finally like I'm talking to Farhampton I was like yes (laughs) so welcome I think it's about time we're very excited to have you guys on the show Awesome. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I do think it's funny that like literally what kind of triggered this was a general comment on a TikTok that I did literally like a week ago. And then it was like, Hey, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes, fine. <laughs> that's kind of, it's kind of how we operate. We kind of like yeah. observe and then sneak in and shoot our shot and hope somebody says yes. We, we TikTok stalk bands. We're like, Hey, <laughs> Let's find you on Instagram too. That's what you gotta do. Not to be weird, but we we do. It's not like I don't know where you live, but like it's you know, hey, these guys are cool. Let's check them out. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. stalker line is definitely we're well behind it. Yeah, but are we? (laughs) We'll find out. (laughs) Yeah, it depends on this goes. Thank you. (laughs) Technically, I'm in the room that's next to you guys. You just don't know it yet. (laughs) <laughs> there's a secret room in my house this is weird <laughs> yeah dude yikes okay I put it there so <laughs> you gotta tell me these things ahead of time go with the bit um, okay anyway so the way that we always love to start off our interviews and everything is to let you guys kind of uh have the floor and like introduce yourselves like who are you guys who's farhampton how'd you get the name like what's your story Awesome. I'll uh, take that one and then we'll kick it over. So uh, Farhampton is a pop punk band from Chicago. Uh, my name is Eric. Uh, I sing and play guitar uh, in the band. Um, Dale is our drummer. I'll, he can say what he wants to say in a few minutes. And, but Ricky uh, is our bass player. We all kind of knew each other from high school, had been playing music. Hi, Kat. Um, <laughs> we've been playing music together for you know maybe 10 years or so just longer than that at this point, I think off and on, but Farhampton's existed after some other bands since 2016. Um, We put out some music, we had some members come and go and kind of spent most of our time as a three piece, um, putting out two singles, uh, two singles and an EP before Jake joined. Um, We had played in some other local bands uh, with his band, uh, Surface Level. Um, I hit the mic, that's great. Um, So get- Still getting used to all this stuff in front of me. Um, but Jake was in a, a local band with us called Sur- or that played with us called Surface Level. And we were looking for a new member for a long time, someone that could write, um, 
kind of contribute to the band in a way I think it kind of round out our sound. So um, we've been a four piece since 2018. Uh, we put out two EPs, uh, three singles in that time, um, played a whole bunch of shows and really just, we just love music and, and what we're doing. Um, you know, somebody else talk. <laughs> Tag. Yes. Yeah, I think, well, I'm just happy to be here. I am Jake, by the way. Uh, Jake from uh, Farhampton. Not so, yeah, yeah. Thank you for not saying safe farm for once. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, so I, I love being in Farhampton. Um, I'm so glad that literally my old band's first show, like out of town show, was with Farhampton. Um, and nice. They played, you guys played Rally Cap, and I went yeah. nuts because I had just gotten into the story so far and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like the, the, the crowd at this giant venue in the town that we both live in now. Yeah. So, uh, which is fun and weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a weird story, um, but we love all kinds of old school pop punk, new school pop punk. Um, really our old bands, like we're an amalgamation of everything from like Blink-182 and Green Day and um, Newfound Glory through like, we had some weird po post hardcore things we won't talk about, but all kind of got us to the sound that we're at and that kind of culminated with our latest EP, The Lives We Leave Behind. Um, which we're really proud of. It's it's very much like a, a classic rock, or not rock, classic <laughs> pop, pop, pop punk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dale loves classic rock. So I'm just thinking of him talking about like Led Zeppelin or Neil Peart or something right now. Um, so my bad, Dale, I'll, I'll let you talk in a minute. We'll get there. Um, but we just <laughs> love the classic pop punk sound and, and Yellow Card and the starting line and the Wonder Years and all kinds of bands like that. And you can, you can hear that in your sound as well. You can hear a yeah. lot of it cool rhythm section oh well the name um farhampton if you've seen the show how i met your mother uh it comes from a fictional place that exists in that show that was in the last season um it we it kind of just was thrown out because it sounded like a band name and i remember like we were just parsing through all types of pop culture or song references or whatever we could we could make work and uh that was one that stuck out just because it was a common show that we all watched and then um I mean you could if you want to get deep with it you could say that it's kind of like the place that you want to end up on a lot of important things happened um in the show in Farhampton so um you know we just like to kind of associate it to us in that way Nice. And who are you? Yeah. What do you play? <laughs> <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> Eric already said I'm Dale. I play drums, and that's <laughs> that's all I do. <laughs> My name is Ricardo, but everyone calls me Ricky. I play the bass, and there it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not much to add to what's already been said, to be honest. Uh, fun fact, though, I didn't really get into uh, how I met your mother until I actually had uh, my tonsils taken out. I had something to binge watch, so I watched all of that <laughs> during and that time. When was there that? You go. <laughs> Pre-2018, I think. <laughs> so you were already in a band with the name from the show and you had no idea? Yeah. I, I don't I know if we should be talking about that on camera and audio, but you know what? 
Hey, I saw that's a couple totally episodes. That's awesome. I saw a couple of episodes uh, before that, like the famous car episode. That I saw that one beforehand, but then I didn't really get into it until around that time, to be honest. Okay. It was a me and Eric thing, and that's fine. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of things, that, there's weird inside jokes and stuff. It's fine. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Everything's fine. I, I I do I do have to say though, and I'm, I I don't know if Brittany picked this up, but I think you guys are the first group of like group of artists first band that we've had on the show that has picked up every single question I asked in that first thing and answered each one individually without star. <laughs> <laughs> like when everything yes. just came through I was like oh my god like they paid attention they understood the assignment <laughs> yeah <laughs> Normally, God, like everybody, will, like introduce themselves and be like, "Oh, we started this way." And we're like, "Okay, so again, how, like, how'd you get your name?" <laughs> right. But right. Yeah, you guys literally like nailed it. That was <laughs> that was awesome. You guys are so in tune with each other, <laughs> except for the fact that you know we just found out that rookie didn't know how I met your mother. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah, it took a while. It took a it's, while. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's, okay. it's fine. <laughs> we don't talk about it now. And far there now is one word. <laughs> It's not two words. Yes. Right. Okay. Because I kept trying the writing it as two words, like in reference. And then I was like, then I looked at everything and I was like, oh, it's one word. I might need to change all that. <laughs> so there's a fun, fun, dumb little story. My dad likes drawing things and it just kind of in his, in his spare time, like to draw logos for all of our old bands. Somewhere there exists a, a logo that's an F and an H kind of looking like a varsity high school kind of gothic combination of lettering. So he even thought it was two words for a very long time. Somewhere I could find this and share this. Maybe it'll okay. be a t-shirt. Yeah, but, t-shirt. No. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's like, excuse me. Yes. Even <laughs> in our family, people are like, uh, it's, it's kind of too, I don't know how I say it. Or like um, people always say it like, it's like, like they don't know, like far <laughs> Hampton, like far. Hampton. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a real word. It sounds like a word, but it, oh, it's oh. not like a word in daily vocabulary for people. No, but it, but like in reference, though, it could also theoretically be a place like a real place. Southampton is a place in the UK. Right. So it makes sense. Right. So that's kind of I guess that's kind of where I was going. And then I was like, well, then it's one word. Maybe it is an actual place because I didn't. I I've seen how I met your mother, but not enough to pass trivia. Ultimately, <laughs> but that's awesome. Um, so you guys have been together for quite some time in projects prior, and then came together and formed Farhampton, which seems to be a common trend with a lot of bands right now, especially through like COVID and things like that. Because a lot of it's like COVID came and kind of. I don't say necessarily weeded out a lot of artists and things, but it's kind of like some bands survived, some bands did not, but it like weaned out some of the people that were in it for what it was versus just being in it to be in a band. So talk to us about like how COVID and everything was for you guys. Cause the world and everything shut down. So was it something that worked in y'all's like to your advantage, like gave you time to focus or was it more of a challenge? Um, that was actually kind of like difficult for me personally to deal with. Um, I was very, very excited because we were basically ready to go into the new studio, into the studio with our brand new songs. Like maybe 
in March, the right? Weeks, the week everything was shut down. And we yeah. had studio time booked for April. I mean, still even at that point, it was like, okay, a couple weeks. No. <laughs> um, once, and that I think actually made it better for us because all of us were still unsure and a little scared at that point too. And once we were able to just realize what was really going on, we were able to take a step back, take a look at our songs, our, our new songs that we had ready to go and make them better. We were making them better, um, whether it was instrumentally or lyrically or Sometimes I was sending like new lyrics to Eric and then he was sending me the same thing or new potential new melody lines for whatever. And at once we were able to finally go into the studio, we had songs that were 10 or 20 times better than what they started at when we were able to play them live. Literally in January, we played a house show with two of those new songs and we thought they were ready to go. And they got better in those like few months once the beginning of COVID happened. Yeah. And so I think like with that time going to the studio late, I'm going to keep doing that. I don't know why I do that. Um, Stop beating up the mic. (laughs) Man. (laughs) It's initiation. It's new. Um, But basically, like through all of COVID, I mean, like not only were we having band changes, I mean, we were, there were life changes and things that were going on at the same point in time. Like, I, like it's not really a secret in anything. Like I was supposed to get married in COVID and then had pushed our wedding and all of this stuff out, but we eloped in April, like basically a month after lockdown had started. And that plays its role into some of the lyrics, especially in the title track of the song. Um, I think, you know, we found when you talk about songs like something's missing or resilient that I think were written with different things in mind, as you had that time to reevaluate it at the beginning of COVID going into recording it, the meaning really sort of changed. And what I think we, we thought we were writing that song about and what we thought the message that we were going to convey was kind of just did a 180, um, maybe took on a lot of the outside world. And then I think in turn, now people that hear it are seeing it differently and, connecting in ways that we didn't expect because of the craziness that's been the last two and a half years. And I think that also, um, that's a, that's a good topic to bring up because there's a lot of artists that have talked about like the music and stuff that they've created and how you've gone into the studio and wrote it with one meaning, but then it makes a difference for somebody else who relates to it for something completely different but it related to that person enough for them to, to listen to it and latch onto it. So it's like, yeah, it's got a meaning for you guys, but then it also has a meaning for somebody else. And it may not be what your intent was, but it's still doing the same thing, which I think is really cool. And it's something that's a lot more apparent now than it was maybe 10, 15 years ago when it comes to music. Yeah, absolutely. And you get the instant feedback from people too. Like, you know, with social media, the way that it is when you put, and I'm going to have an accent too, apparently. I don't know why. Um, Chicago's coming out. It's totally cool. Um, but you get the instant reaction from people where they'll maybe tell you stories or talk to you about the song. And maybe not so much in our case, but just as we observe from other people and other bands that we like, people will say, oh, hey, this song reminds me of XYZ thing. And I interpreted it this way, super with the Wonder Years all the time. 
you hear people say like, I'm thinking of this way and reading this song this way. And he'll go on IG and say, yeah, in a story, hey, this is where I was at when I was writing it. I'm so glad that you interpreted it that way. And it just, for me then even too, songs that I loved for years, I have a different view on, a different opinion on. And that hits me differently the next time I hear it. And I remember whether it's a person telling me an individual story or, um, you know, in, in, uh, multiple individual experiences myself, I love that feeling for music. And I'm hoping that we can give that to people in what we've already written and what we're going to write in the future. Oh, yeah. Because music and music's one of those things that uh, people people latch onto music based on the feeling they're getting, not always what it is or the words of it. It's how you made them feel at the end of the day. And if you can do that, that's a huge accomplishment, which again, I've listened to your discography, especially after I found out you guys were coming on here. Cause I mean, we've been playing your songs on emo nights for a while since Jake followed us on uh, TikTok. So then I added all of that and we've been doing it. But then when you guys were coming on the show, I went through and listened to it more and you could definitely hear it. You can definitely feel it. And your guys' growth is amazing. Like just the things that you guys have accomplished and released and everything. Like it's, and you guys have such a nostalgic sound. Like it's the early pop punk type of vibe that's making a huge comeback right now um, compared to what it was even prior to COVID. So talking about that comeback phase that we're in as musicians, what are your thoughts about this whole uh, pop punk revival that we're in right now? Dale, take it away. I mean, <laughs> I think it's great. Like, you know, like um, just being in the pop punk scene, like you always felt like, uh, you know, it was your little corner and that's great, but you start trying to kind of tell people like, you know, what you're into, what kind of music you play. And then, you know, it's just kind of, I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, like Blink-182, like you, you got to say like, oh yeah, we kind of sound like Blink-182 and it's like, yeah, we do, but like not really like in the, in the, when you go a little deeper. So, um, you know, the, the, uh, mainstreamness that has been brought back to kind of the pop punk thing, like, you know, um, you'll look at people like MGK obviously. And like, you know, we're not all super into it, but it's still, it's still helping to bring it out into the forefront a little bit. And, um, you know, like, uh, I don't know where I was going with it, but, you know, it's, it's just good, um, you know, to be part of what feels like a kind of a revitalized scene in a way, and not just on something that's like on its way out or like doesn't have a life to it. Yeah. Cause if you, if you think about it, and Brittany and I talk about this all the time, the, if you pop punk and like pop punk, emo, pop rock, like all of the things that we grew up on and we take major influence and everything from, it took like this, a nosedive for like five to seven years. Like your have like your big hitters were coming out, like Paramore was still releasing stuff or uh, Blink-182 was coming out with some minor things or collaborations and things like that. But then it's just like now all of a sudden, like the world opened back up from COVID and now you have Alisana's back. You've got scary kids scaring kids. You've huh. got freaking uh who was the one that I just saw? Armor for Sleep is back. Like mm-hmm. all of these different bands and stuff that we grew on, like they're all making a comeback right now. Freaking My Chemical Romance is making a comeback right now. Yellow card. 
yeah. yellow card. Cartel. Oh. Yeah. Cartel. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane. Simple plan all of a sudden came out of retire, like semi retirement and they're doing stuff. Some 41. Yeah. Like yeah. what? All of the things that like got us into the scene so long ago are all of a sudden making a comeback. Um, yeah. And that's kind of why, I, like you mentioned, we kind of have a throwback sound and like, obviously, like Eric said, we take influences from like all of the bands, like all of the old bands that we just mentioned. And then, you know, the newer bands, like, you know, Knuckle Pug, Sleep On It, uh, you know, Grayscale, all those type of things, Wonder Years. So it's just like to be able to integrate those two together, especially when like, you know, the pop punk scene is kind of experiencing this reawakening like is super cool oh yeah to me. and uh, bold but controversial but not really like i'm not a fan of mgk like i i'm not an mgk person however i do appreciate what he's doing for the scene because he was very much at the forefront of bringing back pop punk i'm not putting him all the all the success for it but he was definitely a trailblazer with it. And that's what started. It's like 2022 is like the year of pop punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of it. Travis Barker too. I mean, he's everywhere producing every other artist that's in this new wave or like playing drums Helen for Avril Lavigne. Yeah, same. Exactly. It's you just, you get all these new artists and it's cool to see them. One, collaborating with their heroes to taking the sound that we thought was very nostalgic and still making it fresh. Um, and then inspiring people to actually get into pop punk bands and see maybe artists they wouldn't normally see. I mean, even to a lesser extent, I guess, in some respects, but like locals like us, like Action Adventure, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I can name some other locals and things that we, you know, Four Stars and people like that, Wolf Road that we played with that you can see the six degrees of separation from like these bands that are also connected and coming up and getting more attention, but also I think have like a message and that's cool. And like, it's great for MGK to write some of the songs that he does, but a little more substance. I lean more Wonder Years and I lean MGK and I think kind of most of us here do, um, but it's definitely cool what he's doing. So I'm, I'm bored. Not a big MGK fan. The Slipknot kid in me kind of doesn't like him for obvious reasons and is picking a fight, but um, otherwise, you know, doing good things. Nah, dude, I'm going to listen to the new Demi Lovato album once it releases because oh. it's just going to go nuts. With Nita Strauss playing guitar for Yeah. That's going to be amazing. But we're going to. Cool. Wait, did she really? Podcast. Yeah, she quit Alice Cooper <laughs> to play with Demi. It's We could talk offline. That's crazy. But, yeah. <laughs> what? So this is yeah, premium it's, content. It's <laughs> going to be cool. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, no, the new the new single I was a big fan of. The yeah. first one was okay, but the newest one was I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to that because that's that's a whole thing. <laughs> um, but I mean, and speaking of speaking of like artists and stuff that you played with, like more on a local level, um, obviously you're wearing uh, a home team shirt, so obviously you're a home team fan. Oh yeah. Um, had them on our show. Great guys, absolutely love them. Uh, their lead singer, Brian, and I have a beer relationship across the country. We send beer back and forth, and it's fantastic. Oh, yes. I live in one of the top craft brewery cities in North Carolina. So I send beer. Off record, send beer all of the time, even though I'm not supposed to. But I do anyway. That's awesome. Even though we're technically on the record. 
It's fine. <laughs> we can cut that. Yeah, cut, cut it out. But did that out of here? Did I also see that you guys did a tour with Glimmers? We did not tour with them. No. You played a show with them. Yes. One show. Yeah, we played one show with them because it was on their big old tour with Unwell and Crooked Teeth. And they played, they um, asked us to join um, along with our friends in Long Gone, who just dropped a single today as well. Um, and that was a big, fun show for us. And honestly, one of our biggest shows ever. Probably one of our best shows, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sound checking was a nightmare, but that that might be one thing that we don't go further on. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was <laughs> that's where we stop. Um, and but it was a fun time. We thrive in pressure situations sometimes. That's true. So so do we. Sometimes. So do we. Uh, but yeah, we had glimmers on the show not too long ago. Absolutely love those guys. I saw them. They when they toured in uh, North Carolina with the Magwas, hung out with them. Such good guys so much fun but yeah i saw that i saw that flyer when i was scrolling through the instagram and i was like they played with glimmers hold on wait a minute played with the home team too yeah we opened for the home team years ago 2019 yeah before covid yeah before covid that was a fucking awesome show that was cool i was a big fan of them when they came through when um jared Dines was still in rest repose i saw them at the wire the for the first time and i was hooked immediately that's right and they're killing how, it right now they, they are they absolutely are and have been honestly i've been to almost every single one of their shows that they've been in town for um I, they've played like giant venues that were on like monday nights and then also they play bottom lounge with this wildlife um and then they also just that fall tour that they were teasing on when they were on, on your um podcast mm-hmm. with freaking real friends but there's no chicago date but it's fine I love them, but it's I've, they're coming to North Carolina the day that we come back from Florida. So I'm like, are, are you serious? This is two times I will not be able to see you because I will be in a completely different state when you're in line. Thanks, guys. Um, hey, but they listened to you said come to North Carolina. I, so they yes. did. But, <laughs> but it just so happens that, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I won't send beer. I won't send beer in October just because. Grab some while he's in North Carolina. <laughs> right. He'll be like, that's fine. I'll be there anyway. I'll just get it myself. Um, oh, so, uh, kind of gearing into some of these icebreaker off the wall questions. Some are music related, some are not. But a question that we love to ask any artist that comes on our show, first and foremost, Brittany and I have to kind of gauge how old we are in comparison to everybody else. But did you guys back? I- have my space. I was gonna say I kind of figured out with Jake how how much younger he is than me with one of his comments on one of my videos. Oh no! <laughs> what do you mean? What do you do, Jake? Uh, What's a tape player? Uh oh! <laughs> oh no! Just how, never... how how much younger you are? You're not that much younger than. What do you? Well. What do you... I don't see. I the one song remember. you were like, I loved this song when I was in kindergarten, and I was like, oh. oh. Boy, yes. I was in like. What song was that? Oh shit! <laughs> um, I mean, I'm low key scared now. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of favorite songs in in kindergarten. So did we all. But like oh. one of my favorites was "It Wasn't Me" by Shaggy. He was in kindergarten. <laughs> he was in kindergarten. He didn't know it, <laughs> Ricky. I'd expect that answer from you, <laughs> no, not Jake. So. 
Actually, a fun fact. Uh, my girlfriend, her first concert was a Shaggy concert. And it wasn't even the United States. It was in Slovakia. And I'm oh just like, God. what is Shaggy doing in Slovakia? Like, that's so random. That's so funny. What, what year was this? Uh, she was she was like 16, so maybe like 20, 2010, 29. Yeah, 2008, yeah. 2009, yeah, sure. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that. That oh, gives the gauge for, for where we're at. Yeah, they're not too much younger too. than us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not so scared anymore, <laughs> but I'm still a little bit. It's okay. Um, well, leading, leading up to this question, uh, did you guys have MySpace back in the yes, day? Yes, definitely. Okay. Eric was in my top 10, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you were. You had a top Both 10? They only were. had top eights. That was, nah. you can edit the HTML yeah. or something to get like however many you want. You can get right? up to, up to uh, I think it was up to 20. Yeah. I think it was, it was pretty up there. Yeah, it was what? ridiculous. Yeah. You can, can get it up to 20 enemies. and like as little as five, I believe. Maybe they didn't release that in my state or I was just too dumb to figure it out. Either way, um, the so the one thing about MySpace is not the HTML coding or your background with like the flashy stars with the the nautical stars with the crossing guns or skulls or whatever. It was your profile song and your profile song on MySpace was the one thing that told everybody everything they ever needed to know about you guys ricky just starts laughing because <laughs> he knows he's got such a crazy answer to this i don't know if you should go last or first i'll go last well yeah you should probably break me and then i won't be able to go on it's fine <laughs> look if you can if you can put Brittany on mute that's a huge that's a huge win <laughs> but if you guys had myspace today oh, what would your profile different. song be Oh, if you want to tell us what it was back then, too, I will take Bonus it. Bonus points for yeah, that, do it, do it, if you do it, do remember. It. Oh, man. It was either, it's one of three. It was either an Offspring song, okay. which had to have oh. been, like, uh, Gonna Go Far Kid or something like that. Okay. Second would have been a 50 Cent song, probably, yeah. like, Disco Inferno, something ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> and the last one, I have to do, like, it had to be, like, a, a troll song. It had to be something that is so obscure that just made you want to click away. That's usually how I rolled on MySpace, so. Okay. On MySpace? That's how you roll now. <laughs> roll in general, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. I mean, Let's Brian from the home team says his back in the day was Got Money by T-Pain. So. That popped me uh, when I was listening back. I was like, really? I would not have pegged that. Uh, maybe. Yeah. And then he was like, he goes, he goes, I don't know why. I didn't have any money back then. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that mine was Sex on Fire. Um, oh, God. I was brand. 11. <laughs> still on brand. Yeah, yeah, it's still true. It would probably still be my song. So that's my answer. <laughs> no, what's, what's your answer for now? Yeah, it's Sex on Fire. It's still Sex on Fire. <laughs> Dale, go ahead. I wouldn't be able to I'm figure out how to I'm trying do it to figure so. out. Because you know how indecisive I am when trying to throw a song on. You you and me both probably had the playlist that was like the code that had like 90 songs that you could scroll through. Honestly, I think I did. I think the the only one I remember having at one point was Second Chance by Shinedown. On brand again. Classic. 
Or actually, no, I remember another one. Oh, this was when I was when I was down in the dumps. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, God. We are during, the elder during, emos. Let's go. <laughs> during a time of high school drama. And it wasn't even like an emo song. It was, you know, that song Falling Slowly from the movie Once <laughs> by like Glenn Hansard and someone else. <laughs> one of the saddest songs you can imagine. <laughs> Dale was really going through it. Yeah, <laughs> he was really yeah. going through it. You know what? When someone visits my page, I want them to feel what I'm feeling. <laughs> Look, when people visited my page, I was the asshole that HTML coded my song off of it. So you had to listen to whatever mine was. Oh yeah, same. <laughs> as yeah. soon as you click my page, it automatically played. So. Oh yeah, and you could never find it to turn it off. <laughs> I can't. Um, I'm pretty sure mine back in the day. I'm going to be the boring one here. I think it was the adventure or like Island by the starting line or something. If I had to pick it now, I have a feeling, you know, where I'm going to go with this. Mm -hmm. Daphne blue. Yep. Van Camino. Yep. Mm. Van Camino is a hot take for a lot of people right now. They're amazing. I remember I saw them open for the dangerous summer. Dale remembers that show because I passed out during microwave uh, for, for no apparent reason and dan from real friends was part of the people that like woke me up i don't know what happened i just had like been dehydrated or something still the weirdest um, thing and you had no idea or that's a, again we could talk for hours about dumb stories that happened to us but that's just the funny thing about the man community i mean because but could, yeah. you, could you imagine just now just passing out and then there's dan from real friends like hey hey bud <laughs> how you doing <laughs> Yeah, and how, I'm just like standing there, like there. <laughs> I'm standing there watching the dangerous summer, and then Eric comes back like ten minutes later. He's like, "Yeah, I passed out." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, damn, it was weird, weird times. Um, so uh, we love to showcase again, like your personality and everything outside of the music makes for great conversation. That's kind of just like our the MySpace question is our ease in to some of these other ones that we have. Um, now we, if you listen to the home team interview and everything, which I know you did, you're probably going to know this next question that we're going to ask. Cause it's a question we ask in every single one of our interviews, um, that makes for great conversation. However, we have expanded on it and there's a couple debates we have with it as well. So Brittany, do you want to take it? Yeah. Uh, if you could be any sandwich, which sandwich would you be and why? Jake's like, I already know. I would be the sloppy Jessica from Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I am messy. What? his answers tonight, Jesus. I think you need to explain that, Jake. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys know what the sloppy Jessica is? Is it a sloppy Joe? Because that's no. what I'm thinking. That's, what, that's what I'm thinking. Although, <laughs> so, sloppy Joe is nothing but hamburger salad. Anyway, Jessica. All right, so the sloppy Jessica is—it's a sandwich created by the show. It's literally like mac and cheese pizza rolled up in a hoagie bun, and just like and then deep fried. I don't know. It's disgusting, but yeah, I think it, yeah, it is disgusting, and it's like also with chili. I don't know. There are so many weird things in there. Knowing that mac and cheese pizza exists in the first place in in that universe is is 
shocking and I want to eat all of it. And I'm glad that I, I could do it by myself, but um, it would be that or whatever Layton's answer was. Um, peanut butter, banana, jelly. I listen to full-time fraud too. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know him from college. Oh, yeah. What? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I went to we college with Layton. Them. Oh my God. Oh my God. Amazing. I, we love full-time fraud. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's wild. His project Von Mark was more like Breaking Benjamin back then. Uh, even though he says that he wasn't into Breaking Benjamin, it sounded exactly like that. Um, and I played bass for him when Surface Level was still called the Youthful Gray, and we played a show at our college. Yeah, that was that was one of the only times I have ever done a double set. Um, the second time was with surface levels last show and my first show with far hands but yeah uh Leighton and i went to college together we have the same degree and i love that dude he's not nice. so like, i i didn't i tell you that he said that we've interviewed a couple of his friends so there we go well i mean yeah that was a question that was coming yeah. later <laughs> yeah <laughs> well now well, we know there's one <laughs> the more we know yeah we love those guys yeah love those guys they're they're actually like they're doing pretty well for themselves being completely brand new they actually we actually did their first ever live show oh Oh, wow yeah like we they did an acoustic set for us it was like their debut show that they did for us in may and yeah is it on youtube cool yeah no i I remember seeing something about that but i was like yeah they made me they made me ugly cry confused about what they made me ugly cry because they covered like one of my all-time favorite songs that has a very deep meaning for me and like I had mentioned it in a live that we were doing on our uh a TikTok and Brendan had popped in and I'd said it like I had mentioned it on there and then they covered it and it was on my birthday and I ugly cried mm-hmm. that's cool bunch of assholes in the best <laughs> way possible was not expecting it um but uh, back to food Back to food. Dale, what's your sandwich? I would probably compare myself to a a good old PB&J because personally, I forget about the PB&J a lot of the time. And then I remember it exists. And then I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And I feel like (laughs) that's me. I hide out in the (laughs) background a lot of the time. The drummer thing. Yes, yeah. but then if you experience me, you're like, oh, I like. <laughs> I don't know that I would have used experience me. That's well, not I what I wanted to use either. I understand you know what, what I mean. At that point, he's like, I've already said it. I got to go with it. <laughs> the drummer is very underappreciated, but to be fair, Dale's probably the most talented member of our band. Agreed. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I am also a drummer, so I, I get that. Yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> oh man, that was funny. Okay. Uh man, this is this is gonna sound either really good or really bad. I picture myself as the steak torta, like the Mexican steak sandwich. And the reason for that is it's amazing when you're drunk, it's amazing at night, but if you have me too many times. You're going to definitely get annoyed with me. That's how I see it. 
<laughs> like I'm very tame during this podcast. I know I can be a little bit out there, so I am controlling myself as best as I can. I mean, please don't like just <laughs> let it out. I'm let on my it out. No. It's a bass player thing. Show us your inner torta. <laughs> That's how it's you so need gross. a shirt, a shirt with the picture of that torta. And oh it's like God. be the torta you want to be, or something like that. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I would buy it. <laughs> Please make Far- it. Far Hampton's a merch company, not a band anymore. Yeah. We're, we're, we're There's t-shirt so salesmen. many good one-liners that have come out of just this one question. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, Eric, what would you be? <laughs> so again, for personality's sake, these are this is gonna be very obvious. I'd probably be like a chicken Caesar wrap, but throw some hot peppers on there. Cause every once in a while, you know, I get out of my introvert shell, but I'm generally consistent and reliable. Is a wrap a sandwich? I asked the question cause I would have said a burrito, like a steak burrito or something. Cause I just love steak burritos. Um, but many people might not consider that a sandwich. I do. You eat it with your hands. It's kind of a bread, but um, we're not doing the hot dog debate. If you were gonna I go mean, no, we're very close. Subway. <laughs> we're right there. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get it at a sandwich shop, it counts. Yeah, Fair. you, you yeah. can get it at a Subway or Jimmy John's. No, that does not count. You can get soup at a Subway. Does that make soup a sandwich? <laughs> right. I'm not going to call it, it yeah. a sandwich. <laughs> it's just a liquid sandwich. Uh, a liquid sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's as crazy as your hamburger salad statement. <laughs> but Sloppy <laughs> Joe is a hamburger oh, salad sandwich. Jesus. It's pizza it all comes salad. Back full circle. No. What? Yeah, it's basically a huge crouton <laughs> with tomatoes. No, it's not. But it's pizza, just an open faced sandwich. Okay. Yeah. You could call it. What if you fold the too. pizza? What if you fold it? Is it a, That's a, a sandwich? It's no. a calzone. So what if you go to like Jimmy John's and you get like a pizza sandwich? Jimmy John's doesn't even have pizza sandwiches. So your argument is immediately <laughs> is it flawed. Is it Jimmy John's or is it Potbelly's? Potbelly's. One of them, one of them Bro, has I don't it. know. It is Potbelly, but like okay. we're but okay. way off. But then, it has bread, not a crust. But then your question comes in is whether or not subs or hokies are even sandwiches because it's connected by one piece of bread. When a sandwich by definition is two pieces of bread. Two separate pieces of bread. So technically, a wrap is not a sandwich. A hoagie is not a sandwich. A sub is not a sandwich. An open-faced sandwich is not a sandwich. And a hot dog is not a sandwich either. Well, Somebody's he, he, yeah, that's outside. I'm sorry. Oh, it's it's my neighbors. It's like... not me. But in my defense, I'm really bad at opening hot dog buns. So they always tears. So they're always eat a sandwich. I mean, but do you eat your hot dog like a sandwich or do you do like a normal thing and eat it with like one hand like a normal person? Not if there's two pieces of bread. You got to put both hands on the thing. It depends on how big. big Not unless you pull like from the top. Also, like Chicago dogs are notoriously messy. Yeah. All the relish and peppers and things. So like, I guess you you can't. I'm like thinking about it. Like, yeah, I usually go like... Okay, that's all. That looks really bad. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> and transition. Yeah, transition. Next question. Where's the black okay. bar? So, the, the, the 
next question is a couple people said peanut butter and jellies. When it comes to peanut butter and jelly, are we team strawberry, team grape? Uh, apricot? No. That's not no, that's option. not an option. Yes, I haven't I've had it in a had long it. time. That is pretty good, though. I've never had it with anything besides grape. The Concord grape is the best kind of grape that there is, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry is pretty good. Yeah. I would say it's, strawberry. See, but it's got to be preserved, though. So regardless of wh- wherever you go, there's got to be chunks of shit in there. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want chunks is. of like literal shit in my jam, but chunks of fruit, yes. <laughs> Wait, yes. do you guys like creamy or chunky peanut butter? Creamy, I like both. I, I like the crunchy. Yeah. Like I have to be in the yeah. mood, but yeah, crunchy. I like both. I like the bite. I like so the bite. crunchy no, is I really want it to be good. A smooth experience. Crunchy is really good in like peanut butter cookies, mm. where smooth mm. is good for a sandwich. I've never made peanut butter cookies with crunchy peanut butter. I'm definitely doing that. Girl, I do it all the time. I don't know why I never thought to do that, but I didn't. And that's Girl, great. I do it all the time. Mm. And it's also it's also good with fluff. The crunchy is good with fluff. <laughs> Jake's like upset. <laughs> don't understand the craze of marshmallow, marshmallow fluff. A fluff with nutters? I don't get it. No, you, I, don't, I don't understand. Have you had it? I'm not allowed to have fluff or nutters anymore. Oh, have no. you had it? Have you had fluff and nutters? Yeah, I've done it before, and I was like, wow, this is kind of sticky. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a messy, a what is it? A messy, a sloppy Jessica, or whatever the hell you said? Yeah, yeah what the hell? I can use a fork fluff? later, but like, oh, I, Jesus. I bite into the sandwich, and then I'm just glued shut. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know what a fluff or nutter was until mm-hmm. I just looked it up, so... You didn't know what a fluffer. You just had to look up what a fluffer nutter was. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. It's butter on marshmallow. <laughs> I had no idea. Uncultured. Great, <laughs> but the fact the fact that Ricky just gave himself away, he was like, I had to Google it. Like I didn't know what it was. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, as soon as he said it, it, gl- it glued your mouth shut. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> like... That's a super glue sandwich. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, if, you, if you're making a fluffernutter and you get the, the fluff anywhere other than the bread, yeah, you're in that's... trouble. <laughs> that's bad. And you better toast you just... your sandwich because you're about to start ripping bread if you're just like <laughs> slapping it on there. Pretty much. Put on some toast. Um, so another question we love to ask is if you guys woke up tomorrow and realized that you were a dragon, what's the first thing you would do? Oh, hell yeah. Split ourselves. A hundred percent. We'd be the first dragon pop punk band. <laughs> <laughs> you just immediately went to like money. Marketing. <laughs> I have a career in the music the business. Point. So I went to like the, the immediate thing. That's perfect though. Yeah. It's like metal dragon tails. Oh my god! Pop, <laughs> pop punk dragon tails. Are yeah. we changing genres? No, I mean we could. spoiler alert. I, I wasn't thinking kidding. of like we're, we're dragon not. tails, kind of dragon. I was thinking of like the mystical that looks like a snake flying through the air, not like even... Shrek. <laughs> I was what? thinking of Shrek. <laughs> that's that's the first. Yeah. Oh, that that the first dragon. dragon. I, I thought they were talking about Shrek being a dragon. I'm like, no, this is not a feral dragon. <laughs> Probably, oh I mean, God. breed fire. Like, I'm the type of person that would just be like, oh, I can do this now? Cool. 
Let me burn just everything blow shit up. Down. Yeah. I would also probably try to play Skyrim and just see what happens. And oh my god, like an existential like, crisis in real life. Or... Like, Why don't I look like that guy? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. God. I would definitely yeah, just fly around. Yeah. Oh, sorry that's to what I was going to say. No, that's fine. We we can fly around together. Yeah. I would oh, totally just fly around. Buddies. I would, <laughs> I would want to fly around and like try to scare people. I, I love scaring people, so I think that would be really fun. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> as, as long as I'm not like a shitty dragon, like I, I personally in Dragon Tales, I absolutely hated Quetzal. I hated that dragon. That was the worst Ooh. dragon. Wasn't he like the crotchety old one? He, the old one that could speak Spanish <laughs> yeah. very poorly. Right. And I, I was getting so mad. <laughs> like it's, it, you would just be like, "Hola, chicos!" I'm just like, "What is this bringing to the show?" Like, I'm upset. <laughs> Just Did you ignore us? Stop speaking Spanish. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Brittany, do you want to ask your question? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, how long do you all think you would survive a zombie apocalypse? Uh, <laughs> individually or as a group? And are we still dragons? <laughs> no, we're not, they're not no, we're dragons, not dragons anymore. We're I'm dragons. Add that in from now on. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think I would be very good at running away and hiding. So it really depends on how long that would last me. If I have to like venture out for food in any high risk situation, I'd probably be dead immediately. Because <laughs> I also have no upper body strength. So like, <laughs> for real, if as a someone cover? If, really. Yeah, I have no strength and no uh, surprisingly low amount of coordination. <laughs> I think all these guys can vouch for that. You know, even even while playing, I will miss something or like hit my head accidentally with the stick and then just Several look times. angrily at Ricky. <laughs> Be like, God damn, damn it. it. There's been a couple of times where it happens twice in one song and I'm like, Dale, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Uh, I, mean, yeah. I would just throw sticks at Brittany all the time. So, like, <laughs> mine was intentional. Fact. Yeah, look, I would think you would do pretty well, though, because you did break that stick one time and it got stuck in the ceiling when we were practicing at your parents' house. Yeah, so... but see, that was an accident. That wasn't anything I tried to do. So, well, like, what you're saying is you have a lot of luck. <laughs> right? Yeah, yes. sure. So, I think you do pretty well. <laughs> I'm lucky and I'm fast. So. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you could do with those two skills just running around and parkouring probably is is what i can do hey, but yeah that's, that's basically what sonic that. does so yeah good point go. good point um my fight or flight response is 100 percent fight um so i'd be dead real fast because i would just try to like punch zombies in the face and they just bite my fist hmm be like, ah, well, I gotta cut my hand off or die. So, well, like, shit. <laughs> Damn it. I would probably hide like for a long time and try to plan things out until like the very last moment and then probably have to fight or flight. Yeah, that's like you. to the point where it's like, I think I have a plan, but I'm too nervous to execute it. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of get that vibe from you. That's perfect. Amazing. I, like it, in in the amount of time we've interacted in this interview, like I that's the vibe I kind of got. So I was like, okay. here's the plan, but it yeah. can be better. 
Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm a, I'm exactly. A, no, yeah, exactly. Um, so I would do that, and then eventually I'd probably like take Dale and put him on my back or something, and like <laughs> run and get groceries or whatever. Or like I, my my wife would fight everybody and yeah, probably yeah, do pretty true. well. Um, what about I, the cats? Cat. Well, Santo was a stray. Patty is a princess, so she would definitely not survive long. But we would protect her with our lives. Santo would probably do pretty well. <laughs> Honestly, I have two cats in case that wasn't. Yeah, don't don't mess with those uh, street cats. Nope. Oh, nope. A different level. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, for myself, if I didn't have so many flaws, I think I could survive pretty well. But my what? biggest two flaws, I need like Tums because I'm old and I get heartburn all the time. <laughs> so I run. I, as soon as I run out of Tums, I'm dead basically. And uh. secondly, I snore, so I can't sleep or else I'm going to die. But if I didn't have those two flaws, I think I would survive a solid month. Like I when, you said, when you said flaws, I didn't realize you meant like bodily disadvantages. I thought you meant like personality traits. No. He literally okay. was like, if I physically wasn't a disadvantage to myself, I would survive. There is one personality trait that would give me away. I laugh a lot in the dumbest situations. It could be the most serious situation. I will somehow laugh and that will give me away. Yeah. I know that. I'd for cut a fact. my hand off and then you'd laugh at me. That's exactly <laughs> what would happen. Like, what are you doing? And just laugh hysterically meanwhile zombies are attacking. Or like oh even God. when I'm planning, when I'm planning like an evil, like an evil like trolling thing, I'm like, like I feel like that would be me. Yeah. I feel like I'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna take Eric's headphones away, and then I'd be like, hee hee, and then the zombie would get me, literally. This is why you don't have the logins to any of the band accounts. <laughs> it's true. We're this on microphone. True. If on we screen. ever see, <laughs> we know, yeah. we know it's Ricky. <laughs> he took over. Ricky has entered the chat. Got it. It's <laughs> gonna be your code word from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so another another segment that we have just recently put in our interviews and everything that uh, feels going to be very interesting with you guys is we ask a series of questions of who is most likely to of the band so we have a bunch of different scenarios <laughs> that we have and what we ask you guys to do is to go through and tell us who is most likely to be this person so uh first one that we love to ask is who is most likely to back you up in an argument even if you were wrong Ooh. i'm gonna say ricky because he likes arguing <laughs> I, I do like arguing <laughs> <laughs> i really do i really do so oh man yeah i wouldn't say any of you would, would back me up in an argument even if i was wrong but otherwise, like if I like, if it's someone I, I know I will get under their skin, I will definitely back you up a hundred percent, just because I want to see like how they react. That sounds terrible, but that's just yeah. My no, and you'd be able you'd be able to come up with the logic, whether how yeah. h- however wrong it was, like you'd yeah. be able to finagle that. <laughs> it's sad but true. <laughs> Ready. All right, so to stay on the topic of who would be there most for you, who is more likely to pick up the phone in the middle of the night if you call? Eric. Eric, yeah. 
I'm pretty sure he said that he kept his phone on during the night before in case like someone needed something. Yeah. People have called before. Yeah. Like friends and things like that. Like college and all that stuff. Yeah. My phone basically stays next to my head. So that's how I am. Um, Who is most likely to mishear song lyrics? Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> he immediately gave himself away after I asked yeah. the question and he smiled so big down in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. <laughs> Ricky sometimes doesn't know the names to our songs. <laughs> like, not to mention, I have really bad memory and I have really bad memory for things that are like really like happened like five minutes ago. You could ask me what sandwich I picked. I'll probably not remember. Like, it's stuff like that. But I remember critical, important things. Yeah. Not saying our songs aren't important, but at the same time, <laughs> you know how to play like them. But the names of them aren't. You just be like the song that goes like this, and just start I, playing. I, I, there's been times on stage I ask Eric, I'm like, "Hey, what's the first two notes?" And then he'll play them. I'm like, "Gotcha, I know what song that is." <laughs> it's sad, but this is very true. <laughs> oh my goodness! Pretty. All right. Um. Who is most likely to faceplant in front of a crowd? Well, it can't be Dale uh, because he's sitting down. I mean, that still can happen. I mean, that's true. We talked about how coordinated I am. <laughs> I would say Jake because he almost fell once. Because he, he did a high kick and he had to grab to the pole to uh, balance himself. So Wait, where was that? I don't remember what what show we were playing. I just remember I saw him do a high kick and he like grabbed the pole. It was the it was Mom Fest. It was the uh, oh, Midwest Wisconsin. Original Music Festival, and there were cables everywhere. And I did my signature kick uh, during one of our songs, and I almost just fucking ate it. <laughs> I mean, it was a good recovery though. I I couldn't tell off the bat that you slipped until you told me so if oh, anything dude. i think it would be jake just because he's doing this crazy acrobatic stuff yeah he's he's most likely to go for it yeah that yeah. is true yeah i have like jumped it. off of boxes with other bands before <laughs> and just not been able to recover so i just land on my ass and <laughs> i was playing bass for a band at like a camp and i just went straight from the box to my butt and I was sitting there playing Shut Up and Dance um, on bass, just on the floor, just and just kind of like staring at my feet because I was like, that was embarrassing. I didn't want to do that. And we're going to stand up now. So, yeah, I, w- I will 100% go for weird shit. It's fair. Got it. Very fair. Um, who is most likely to be blocked by a celebrity on social media? Hmm. <laughs> i'd say i'd say jay because he he like tweets at them the most oh well, actually yeah that's fair i did that with hannibal burris oh yeah <laughs> right i still don't know if it was real um apparently like a couple of people uh, a couple of people now you're in. yeah um copy i used to work at guitar center and a couple couple people came in and said that they had ordered a guitar for Hannibal Burris, the comedian. And I looked at the guitar and I was like, why is it a child-sized guitar? Also, it's still in limbo because payments haven't gone through because possible fraud. So I thought it was funny. 
that also the name was spelled wrong. So I tweeted at him and then he got back to me within seconds saying, yeah, it was me. You ruined my friend's birthday party. And see, um, I didn't, I just said, it was like, well, it's not my problem or it's just my, I just work here. Um, and then he blocked me after that. Um, and yeah, I still don't even know if it was like an actual real thing or if he was just like, this guy's weird. Uh, so yeah, that was a weird time. (laughs) That's a story I would have expected from Ricky. I know. With the trolling. (laughs) to get blocked which is why i laughed and immediately looked at you because i figured i'm like you would like you'd troll some wrestler or something and just like that would get you blocked oh man oh that's so funny (laughs) oh jesus yep uh i think i remembered her other question who is most likely to turn their house into a haunted house at halloween my wife. <laughs> yeah. So you. So you. No. You in turn. Well, no. You would have I don't do anything. Like she puts her mind to it and she's she's doing it. 100 percent Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's awesome. Isn't she isn't she like installing a toilet right now? Literally yeah, right I now. saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your wife's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> we, we she don't need no man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I live it. Oh my god. Love her very much. I do the dishes and laundry. Oh. Yeah. I think out of us four, I sadly, if I wasn't lazy, I think it would be me, just because I actually worked at a haunted house. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And you said you like scaring people. I do like scaring people. Yeah, that was why I worked at a haunted house. <laughs> Look, there you I, go. I do special effects makeup for film and I've worked in many haunted houses and I teach makeup to haunt, like, haunted house owners. I get it. It's the best feeling in the world when you can scare the shit out of somebody. Oh, yeah. I love scaring people. Oh, Especially I, when it's your friends. Like, that's, that's even better. Dude, do you know how satisfying it is to scare a grown-ass man that's like a Marine or like in the <laughs> Army? <laughs> oh like, God. it's the most rewarding feeling ever. I mean, like, yeah, this big burly guy comes in and I just scared the living piss out of him. It's great. So much fun. Um, Who is most likely to lock themselves out of the house? I think that's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. literally all of us. I've it done it every single one for us. different yeah. reasons, too. <clears throat> Eric so has many... lost his keys so many times at Dale's house. I was gonna, yeah, I was like, I would like lose my keys in a couch or something. Ricky, there was one time like, he thought I was pranking him. I was like, Eric, I swear to God, I did not take your keys. You literally have said that you like messing with people. So yes, I have, Give me a but, little bit of grace. Uh, but at the same time, I, And I, he I, also I'm just mistaken. said he laughs at himself when he talks about how he wants to steal your stuff. It's, I didn't know that at the time. Now you do. Now you yes. do. At that time, I specifically remember Eric was kind of like already really flustered. And I'm just like. I wouldn't do this to him. And then Eric's like, I swear to God, who took my keys? I'm like, I swear it wasn't me. I was just like, no, it wasn't. And we ended up lifting the couch. And the, and once we lifted the couch, that's when we found them. I was just like, oh, my God. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's literally all of us, I'm sure. Yeah. Who is most likely to scream in the middle of a horror movie? Me. Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> what do you mean to be about like that? Scream too much. <laughs> you like scream too much? I, I like the movie scream too much. So it's the, not yeah, really that it would scary. Be, I I remember seeing. Oh, oh, go ahead, take this. Sorry, <laughs> take the screen. Got the it's, look. I mean, okay, okay. So that's one of the few that I can stand. Like, scream is not scary at all. Uh, and then um, I was like, man, I love these movies. Let's watch the TV show, which is not good, no. but also it got me, and I was like, ah. So, like in like a few times. I've never seen Eric watch a scary movie and now we need to. So I saw Paranormal Activity, I think it was three, with one of Dale's friends and a friend of mine from college. And if, spoiler alert, if you've seen the, the end of that movie where they turn and you see the coven with all the crazy faces at the end of it, we all three of us just like screamed the craziest <laughs> scream you've ever heard in the theater at like a midnight showing with like, a bunch of other people we screamed so loud or whatever was going on that the people in front of us just immediately started laughing <laughs> and we didn't move for 10 minutes after the movie had gotten out because we immediately started laughing afterwards because we're like did we really just act like i don't know like teenage kids or something that had never <laughs> been in a horror movie it was crazy but that's probably the best scenario or the time that friends of mine slept over when I was a kid and they thought they heard the Freddy Krueger gloves on like oh god some piping or something outside my house. I, I'm still convinced that my dad might have been messed with us because he knew we watched the film. But um, oh my god, yeah, I would totally do that me. to my kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would, too. would do that to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ricky, that is your mission. I want proof yeah. of this happening now. <laughs> Let's pull out the Ouija board. No, okay. I draw oh, the no. line in the Ouija board. Draw the line. Like no. I've watched Ghost Adventures enough. No, thank you. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no thanks. Oh my god. <clears throat> oh my god. Um, so talk to us about kind of coming off of those random off the wall questions. Talk to us about what's next for Farhampton. Like, what are some things that we can expect from you guys? Uh, maybe before the end of the year or even beginning of next year. We're currently writing new music. Um, I'm, I'm not certain whether that's going to be like a single or a full EP or something that we do kind of, you know, it's, it's very free flowing at this point. Um, but we're writing new music, um, hoping to go back into the studio sometime in the fall. Um, to be honest, too, um, three of the four of us are getting married or have gotten married in the last year. So there's a lot of like congratulations all the way around focused yeah. on getting through that. And like our last one is Dale in October. Ricky's is in a couple of weeks in August. So um, we're kind of like writing in between there, sharing some ideas. You know, we've started working on some stuff, but. We're hoping once that finishes, we can get in the studio and get some new music out towards the end of the year, beginning of next year. Of course, playing more shows, hitting that mic thing that is right in front of me the whole time. <laughs> it literally sounds like a gong. It's like, boom, so every it's, time you it's hit It's literally, it's a holder for headphones, and I keep hitting it because it sticks out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just new music, um, maybe some more shows, you know, playing with some friends and going from there. I don't, did I miss anything? No, I mean, really because we have two weddings in Farhampton and then the drummer from my old band uh surface level gets 
married in between those two. So it's an expensive summer for me. Um, but it's also <laughs> really busy. Um, and I'm, I'm just so happy that all of my friends, including myself, get married in, in this year. Uh, you got married last year and that yeah. was also incredible. Um, so, and I, and kind of going back to it, like it's going to sort of change the meaning to, you know, some songs that already exist that are, you know, in the works right now, it's going to change those even more as we, you know, as we continue to grow and as all of us, you know, get to experience such an awesome day with our friends, or if it's Ricky or Dale, their special day with their um, soon-to-be wives. Yeah, I mean, we're all, we're, we all have been and will be in each other's uh, wedding parties, so you can expect more pictures of the four of us in suits posing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Looking like <laughs> That's awesome. total yeah. bamps. Perfect. No, also, a music video at some point. Yeah. Once, te- once the music comes we yes, technically we technically have had a couple of different music videos and things that were like in the can um we wanted to release one for a track on our last ep honestly we still love our last ep and um it took us a long time to release music between as well um so we like to really get as much out of that and like we still love playing the songs we still love what we're doing we love connecting with people having new opportunities like playing bottom lounge and um, Cobra Lounge is part of a, a Riot Fest show and things like that. Like more opportunities like that is what we're looking for. And um, as music comes, we'll channel that, you know, elder emo spirit and um, maybe throw some Finch riffs in there for Ricky. Oh, thank um, you. And, and, and we'll go from there. <laughs> maybe we'll do a MySpace like login page or something. Just to <laughs> don't give away it. trade secrets. We already have like, we're riding the wave. <laughs> So kind of piggybacking a little bit off of, off of that, um, talking about like releasing, whether it's going to be singles, EP and everything like that. What are y'all's thoughts on social media and music now compared to where it was 10 or 15 years ago? Like, oh man, how much time do you have, Jake? Oh God, I studied this in college, dude. Like, and, and it has changed so much since I've like graduated because like, Okay. TikTok is the best thing for music, period. Um, as much as I, you know, it was Spotify playlists and, and, and Apple music playlists, um, as you heard, as you guys talked about with the home team, that's what it was like, three, hell, even just three years ago. That's what, what it was in addition to like just being good at Instagram. And now it's all about just content, TikTok even if it's not really related content um it's something out there that people can relate to and it's something that people can help laugh at or really jive with whether you know people are doing covers or whatever as long as you have an active feed um people love it and you know people are still on instagram people show on twitter some people are still on facebook um no one's left on MySpace. I wish we were. I wish TikTok would just buy MySpace. I'm waiting for that. And I'm, I would love that for that to happen. But um, that's why I made a TikTok page so I could uh, do Farhampton. Um, I think I should just transition it into being the Farhampton TikTok. Um, 
we need to step up our TikTok game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me take control of it. No, I'm, I'm, I've I'm, seen your TikTok. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Ricky though. If 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 you're if he leaves that off the wall, it'll be unhinged. It's great Hold content. On. I have a, I have a quick transition. I think is great. If we were all posting TikTok content, what would the content be like individually as bands? Like, it, I I know mine would be cats, so we're gonna leave that one alone. Literally, I made a TikTok on the way to my house for the podcast. And it was me ordering my meal at Taco Bell, but asking for no jalapenos. That's it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I, I literally would That's just be golden content random. right there. <laughs> my last TikTok was me trying a Malort spritzer. Oh. oh, it was horrifying, and I finished the can. Um, <laughs> God, you hate yourself that much? Yes, I do. Oh God. Uh, oh, God. I've never had it. I've only heard of it. I'm not falling for that. Is, is this the moment where we send a bottle? No. no. <laughs> We're sponsored by my lord. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Let's put the Chicago handshake in a can be good we we've talked about we a life goal of ours is making some type of alcoholic drink and we would make Our, it puns back after farhampton so like okay, you'll never take my it. cider okay yeah we'll never take yes. my cider um, i'd buy it i love yeah. cider so yeah i totally would <laughs> okay ricky well we have a contact we have somebody in wisconsin who works yeah but it's expensive especially if you do a small batch like and you want to sell that quick. You don't want it sitting around, you know? No. You don't want it to go sour. Although Unless sours are the thing right sour. now. That's true. It's true. Sours are the thing right now. It could just be punny cans and it's just water. Make it spicy <laughs> water, man. Death. Spicy A water? spicy water? <laughs> Make it spicy water. That's Jalapenos. Spicy water is Jal- jalapenos. <laughs> Jalapenos. Jalap- jalapenos. <laughs> Good God. Oh my God. Good God. Oh man. Oh my God. Um, well, guys, we have reached the hour mark as far as the interview is concerned. <laughs> um, I'm sure we could sit here and talk all night long. Uh, and probably for like four hours if if you'd let us. Um, <laughs> but a way that we always love to wind down and everything from our interviews is to again pass it back to you guys to tell us if you guys could give your younger self any piece of advice, what would that be? Ricky, go ahead. Man, why has it got to be me? <laughs> if I was my younger self, besides telling myself, buy Bitcoin and buy Tesla. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> That's valid, though. On brand. Uh, you know, okay, this is going to be a little personal. I, I don't want to steer it into an emotional way, but uh, in grammar school, uh, surprisingly, I did not have a lot of people to uh that could relate to pop punk at all uh it was more of like kind of ghetto rap and like uh stuff like that so if i could go back i would definitely be because i was actually bullied for listening to pink and i was just like if i could go back be like hey you're gonna be in a pop punk band one day so don't worry about it and now you're killing it yeah who's next <laughs> Like somebody else talk. Tag. 
We didn't hear you. It didn't come through. So it was just awkward silence. (laughs) (laughs) He was talking about pink. (laughs) Yeah, I would probably say, um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, There's been a lot of times where if, you know, if I'm stuck in a tight spot, needed something, uh, was struggling in some way, uh, just kind of tried to bear it on my own. And, you know, that usually doesn't end up well for anyone. So, um, yeah, just one of those things, like, don't be scared, uh, you know, put yourself out there, uh, go to people if you need help. Um, cause it, I mean, 99% of the time that works out in your favor. Valid. One of my favorite phrases right now is, um, don't be an island. You, or like we, you are not an island. Um, you can ask for help. So I'm, I'm kind of with Dale there where I would definitely tell myself, um, you are hundred percent not alone in this. Um, in addition to that, don't be an asshole because really like as much as, you know, like a lot, a lot of kids in, you know, into pop punk, we're sometimes bullied kind of like Ricky um, or we're on the other side. And unfortunately that was me. Uh, I was not a nice kid um, in high school specifically. So literally I would just kind of go back and be like, yo, be a little bit nicer, not just to everybody else, but also to yourself, give yourself a little bit of grace, but also give everybody else um, the time of day and give them, give them a break. Yeah, I feel like all of us are going to say similar things with regards to being bullied. I'm going to hit the thing again. (laughs) (sighs) Never fails. Um, Put your hands in your lap. (laughs) It's it's like his... Sit on your hands. (laughs) It's kind of like his way of announcing he's taking the mic. He hits it every time. My turn. (laughs) Really not like this. I am a klutz, though. Um, I feel like I would tell people or tell my younger self is like in the same way with like the bullying and, and not fitting in and like that sort of hell, it still happens now. We still have people that stalk our Instagram page and, and like, <laughs> yeah, which is shocking. Um, like, I don't get it. Basically what I would try to do is, is tell my younger self, like don't put as much stock into what other people think of you because it will erode your confidence. It will make you think bad things about yourself that aren't true. And it will make you afraid to do things. And for a very long time, I was like that. Thank you, therapy. Um, to try to get more confidence and to try to like be less in my own way and in my own head and letting other people tell me my worth. And for anybody, like don't let them do that. Um, find supportive people that can convince you otherwise. And sometimes even when that's not enough, you'll learn for yourself, um, I guess, you know, eventually, and it'll be, it'll open the world. Um, Cause I am definitely not the same person I was even four years ago when I step on the stage now, like more confident, um, just feel better, feel the love from bandmates, from friends, um, whatever it is. And no matter how bad it is now, if you're younger, it will turn around um, and you will hopefully um, all things, you know, considered um, love where you're at currently and, grow to appreciate the, the growth that you've had. I, I feel like kind of piggybacking on a, a lot because it, everything you guys said all kind of circles back to like the 
almost the same exact thing, but also to like Ricky's token of the, the being bullied and everything back in the day. The one thing that I've noticed now is where we're at on like as a generation and society when it comes to emo music and everything, it's much more accepted now because it's much more understanded. Understanded? Understood. Understood. Eric okay, passed his stroke to me. You did, um, you did all you did so I was good, so good. and then you just fucked it uh, up. <laughs> but it's like it's it's one of those things that we like we've talked about this a lot that like back in the day, because I was also one that was bullied a lot in high school. I was the theater kid and the pop punk kid. Yeah, yeah. The look on your face. Yeah. Yep. I was that person. And I am also a bigger woman. So I was the trifecta when it came to to being bullied. But being like now that I'm older and this whole like um the whole scene making a comeback and everything all of us that were like closet scene kids back in the day or had the love and everything for it are all coming out and being like hey it is okay to to be who we want to be and how we want to be like nobody can tell us any different back back then nobody understood it all in high school we were all about clicks and cliches and all of that like click was the thing that came out when we were in when we were in high school if I'm gauging our age right so now that we're older, that wave is coming back again, but people get it. People understand it. So I feel like it's one of those things that like us as older people, I say older people, like we're really old, but us as elder emos, better way to phrase that. Us as, as elder emos are like pretty much taking those experiences and telling the younger generation, like, it's good. Like, trust me, it's not that bad. We've been through it. We're here to support it. We're all for it. And it makes a huge difference at the end of the day. Um, so I get it. I feel it on all sides. So just wanted to add my two cents ultimately. But um, we again, we have reached the hour mark as far as the interview is concerned. So we really, really want to thank you guys for coming hang out with us. This was fun. Um, thank God for uh, Jake from Farhampton for <laughs> finding us on social media. <laughs> um because i'm not gonna lie when you first popped up i didn't think that farhampton was the band i thought that's just where you were from and then yep. <laughs> <laughs> more research happened and here we are Amazing. Um, but yeah we really want we really appreciate you guys for coming to hang out with us um and the amount of connections and things that we've had just between friends and and other bands that you've worked with and everything is super exciting and really cool but um like I said, we could be here for hours. Uh, so we would love to have you guys back on the show at any given point, um, especially as you guys have a crazy schedule getting ready to come up with all these exciting things of getting married, life changes, hopefully incredible honeymoons better than, you know, just staying home. So um, we appreciate you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have been hanging out with the guys from Farhampton. Uh, you can find them a little bit of everywhere. They're on social media. They're on Spotify. They're on um, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Apple. Like they're a little bit of everywhere. Please go find them. Go stream them. Send them all the love. And when you do, please tell them that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. But guys, thank you again for hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys. But we are the Elder Emo Hours, and this was Farhampton. <laughs>